0: The time, the training, or the inclination for strategic thought. Let's
1: play second by second.
2: Knowledge. Hello, Sean Barry. Hello. Scary man, how dare you? I don't like you without your hand on. Well, listen, I was just told I look good by Francesca's roommates, and they're women, so their opinion matters more.
0: Wow, how sexist of you. I mean, yeah. I'm not having sex with you, my opinion matters more.
2: You're not having sex with me? Um, well, I'm not having sex with her roommates.
0: Yeah, but like through the transitive property you are.
2: What do you mean transitive? What do you
0: mean? If sex with Francesca. She has sex with her roommates. Transitive Those property. You don't have sex with her roommates. That's what it means to have roommates. The
2: people you have sex with, right? Oh, room meaning vagina. Yeah. Vagina mates. Okay, I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, fair enough. All right. Fine. I will never appear without a hat ever again. Thank right. you. Where are you at? This isn't your apartment. No, it's Francesca's room. Okay. I haven't seen her in 12 days. Mm-hmm. Why well, I'm you my shirt <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <laughs> That's
0: why I can smell the come eroding from you from here.
2: Eroding? Eroding. Emitting? I it- E-ro- Yeah, no, it's eroding. No, it's not eroding. Eroding is when like something wears away another substance. That's what I'm saying. It's eroding from your testicles. Oh, nothing erodes from something. It erodes something. I was trying to, I don't know. I was evaporating. Evaporating.
0: Yeah, that's probably what I was going for. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Everybody, welcome (laughs) to Knowledge Daddies. (laughs) We're just two daddies. Oscar uh, died. We're talking to a actual daddy, a real daddy
2: tonight. Yeah, you got some questions prepared. Um, well, I didn't prepare my own, but I did. I did outsource the work to a bunch of people who follow me on Instagram, a bunch of friends and acquaintances, digital and IRL. Yeah, Yeah. followers. Yeah, Cool cool people. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot. So, I don't know. Maybe we start talking with um, Brett uh, and then, you know. go to fan questions. Yeah, we'll move on. We have a lot. But, yeah. you know, we don't have to get to all of them. But we'll try you to get, get to the dirty deets. Do you ever get
0: randomly added by people on Snapchat and it turns out they're just prostitutes? Um,
2: no, not no.
0: Well, it does for me.
2: Hmm. You ever uh, sleep with them? just yeah. their wares well I mean
0: they're like just like fishing accounts to give me a sign for their OnlyFans, where it's just like half naked like, here, you can take a picture she's not naked but she does like
2: yeah yeah
0: a little sexy she's dance
2: naked I see Francesca behind me in her bathrobe. oh yeah you're just as
0: bad as me this is being <laughs> recorded
2: here you're, uh, you're on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you want to here I'll angle it away from I'll, you want to go in there, are you- go there? All right, I'll angle it towards over here. All right, then I'll <laughs> admit our guest. All right, no, you- there's, a, there's a mirror right oh, there. Okay. That's an angle I do when I see my patients. All right, I didn't. I don't. I don't oh, remember. You, you should be good there. Is that Paul? Cool. Is that Sean? Hi, Sean. Hi, Frankie. Is Oscar there too? No, Oscar couldn't make it tonight. Uh-huh. Brettsinger.com. Wow, you got your plugs out of the way without yeah, having to say.
0: Wow, professional.
2: Hey Brett.
1: Hey, how you doing? Welcome to our podcast. How are you? Good. You look, you look angry. I'm not angry. (laughs) Do I look angry? I get that a lot. I have, (laughs) I have resting annoyed face.
2: Yeah, because your eyebrows are so high. You're like this. (laughs) Let
1: me see. Can I can I get them down? Can I get them down? Is that better?
2: Yes, and okay. now I feel less less. There's just a lot of there's a lot of space to fill up there, you know. I got, <laughs> I got to fill it up with something. Exactly. <laughs> I want to draw a few like like pig tits, you know. Yeah, just eight of them. Nice. Yeah, well, Brett, you know what? We did something this week that we've never really done before, and I actually uh, pre-promoted the podcast. Wow. And. And I got a ton of questions from people on Instagram for you. Some of them completely rude, but some of them very valid. I'll take the the rude ones. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I talked to you a little bit at West Side Comedy Club. Uh, You were saying that you used to write professionally, right? I did. Yes. You still write professionally, but you just not. Um, not I mean, I write.
1: I mean, I mostly write comedy now. Mm. but I did used to get paid as a writer. Before that, I was a publicist. I was a theater publicist. So I did off-off-Broadway and off-Broadway theater. Yeah, Um, Basically, people would give me money and I would tell them the New York Times didn't care about them. That was the thing. And then what happened is my wife got a promotion and she said, you don't need to make quite as much money anymore. So if you want to do something that you would enjoy more, that's okay. And so I said, you know, twist my arm. I, I, stopped doing, I stopped doing publicity and I started freelance writing. I started out with a place called Babble, which subsequently got bought by Disney and they're not around anymore, but they were a parenting blog. And it was a great gig. I got to do whatever I wanted. I did a podcast for them back just when podcasts were not really that much of a thing. Um, I was able to write about pretty much whatever I wanted. It needed to have a parenting spin but I would do three to five art, you know, blog posts per day. And you got paid oh, wow. for, tra- you got paid by traffic. So there okay. were a lot of sort of fledgling social media outlets out there. Like there was something called curtsy that I did very well with. You would submit your article. It was like basically versions of Reddit. Okay. And there, but there were ones that were specifically for parenting, you know, or for women when and in the blog space, women meant parenting.
2: I almost, I almost got hired as a podcast producer for like a dad's podcast called Fatherly. They have like a magazine. Oh yeah, no, I've heard of them. Yeah, but then I asked someone's opinion, like, how much should I ask? And they were like, ask for four hundred dollars an hour. I'm like, really? All <laughs> right. <even> Hi. <laughs> That's very <laughs> awesome. it's like lawyer money. <laughs> That's like a crazy amount of money. Yeah, they did not respond after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that seems a little much.
2: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. $400 buy- an hour is a little rich for most. Maybe people. he accidentally oh. added a zero. I don't know. Maybe. 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 Or maybe he was just fucking spiting me because he was a podcast producer. That could be it. Driving that you out, but your numbers up too high. An asshole. Anyway, so, okay, so you're writing for curtsy via Disney via... Well, no, you
1: know, uh, Babel. I'm
2: writing for Babel,
1: Babel. Um, And then that led me to AOL back when AOL was a thing. The AOL, their main thing the main thing that I wrote for was a blog called Parent Dish, which was a lot of parenting stuff. But I also wrote for was a Paw Nation, I think it was called. I got I got to interview Howard Stern's wife, Beth Stern. That was really fun. Um, I got to interview the two the Wilson sisters from Heart. Oh, okay, that, was, that oh. was really cool. Yeah, that was super fun. They were awesome. They were that was just that was like sort of a career highlight. They were really really fun. Uh, Rick Springfield, that was interesting. He was he was a good interview. Surprisingly good taste in music. Oh,
2: cool. um, What's Rick, who's Rick Sp- Springfield? He, he Jesse's gr- girl.
1: girl. Oh, okay. Eighties, like eighties uh, rock star.
0: Eighties heartthrob
1: rock star. Exactly. Also, also a soap opera star.
2: Yeah. Underrated musician. So, All right. So bad. okay. And then, how did that transfer to being a stay-at-home dad? Um, I was being a stay-at-home dad while that was going
1: on. Cause what that, what that enabled me to do is it gave me a lot of flexibility. I could, I could work kind of whenever, you know, okay. I didn't have, like when I was doing PR, I had to be out at, out at night a lot. Cause I had to go to shows and I always felt really guilty about that. Leaving the kids at home, you know, I mean, they would be with a babysitter. They would be with my mother, you know, something like that. But I felt, I
0: felt bad about it. I really wanted to be there. Every, every time my parents went out, they just left me alone.
2: <laughs> How old?
0: Oops. So, uh, from birth basically <laughs>
2: is that maybe. why you're so emotionally distant pretty much yeah <laughs> never breathed, just left 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 my own devices maybe,
1: maybe i should have done that That would have my life would have been very different
2: maybe I but mean, now we're... now you're out at night anyway for comedy but they are older right
1: but they're old yeah they're older they're teenagers so mm-hmm. it's not it's not really the same thing. Um, it, it's one thing when, when they're little, you know, you just, you, you want to be there. I wanted to be there.
2: Yeah. Makes sense. Um, okay. I want to, I want to, I want to hit you with a, um, with a fan question. Okay. Okay. Rody Hill, who was on a podcast, actually, he was a, he's a chef out of I'm English. Chef, an English chef. Yeah. He said, do you feel that the moms you interacted with, didn't take you seriously?
1: Uh, It was it was a little weird because you can't go to mom's night out when you're a dad Mm. unless you're creepy. Mm. (laughs) You know, there's no way to do that. I mean, I the one the people that I was the moms that I was closer with sort of understood and were like, this is a thing for moms. You're not invited. And I was fine with that. But it made some people uncomfortable. Um, Like I would, you know, I would I would be one of, you know, maybe two dads at pickup. I mean, this is this has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. But there were very, very few dads at pick up, you know, it was really, it was really mostly me. And so it'd be me and all the moms, Yeah, you know, and to, I don't know that they, they, there's a certain element of why are you doing this? What happened? Right. Like that's sort of an unspoken question. Like something must have happened for you to be doing this. This can't be a choice.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. A,
1: like a Mr. Mom situation. Yeah. Like, so like, you know, did you lose your job? Did you, and it was like, no, my wife and I talked and her job paid a lot better and it made more sense. Um, You know, somebody had to look, we could have probably gotten more childcare, but that just, we didn't really want to do that. You know, we wanted somebody to be there and somebody has got to be available for all the school projects, you know, all the school plays that, and that was me, you know, and yeah. I had no problem with that. I have, You know, hard drives full of
2: pictures and all kinds of stuff. This is a question from me, Um, (laughs) who is one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know him. Uh, And (laughs) uh, he wonders, I wonder, what uh, what do your kids think? Like, are they very happy that you got to spend all this time? Do they appreciate it yet? Or do you think they're going to appreciate it more when they're older?
1: I think they appreciated it. I mean, it was, you know, I was... I don't want to use the phrase fun dad, because it has sort of weird connotations. But, you know, because I was still, you know, I still cared about discipline and all of those things. But like, you know, they're into superheroes, I'm into superheroes. You know, like, I really love superhero animation. And so that's what we watched. And we watched it together. And I had no problem with that. You know, it was not really a matter of me parking them in front of the TV while I went and did things, although obviously I've done that in, in my time. But you know, there, there was, this, you know, I would go buy them comic books. I would buy me, I would, I would make it three stacks of comic. Uh, for a while I bought comics every single week. I would make my stack. I would make one, the, you know, the one kid stack, the other kid's stack. I would give it to them. Um, And I have to think that that was more fun, you know, than having a dad who's just never around. Oh yeah.
0: My dream life, just sitting around reading comic books, watching cartoons. It wasn't bad. Of- I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, the, I mean, little, the little
1: Xbox with them, um, with the we played. We, we didn't have an Xbox, we had a, we had a Wii and we had a PlayStation, but okay. yeah, we played, yeah. We, we played, we played video games together. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, eventually I they kind of, ate, they surpassed me. I, I'm not very good at video games. So they got a little yeah. like, I can't like super smash bros gives me a headache. Like there's just oh, too much oh. going on. Yeah. So okay. I can't, I just couldn't play it. So they played that without me. Um, lego batman was a little frustrating that was another problem
2: <laughs> never played
1: that it was just hard i don't know the lego the lego star wars games were better those were more fun okay yeah, but I, you know we, we had we had a lot of fun together we did a lot we did a lot of stuff we definitely i i liked to play using the things that you know and i obviously left also left them alone they did their own thing i allowed them to have it wasn't like i had to be there all the time
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but there was a lot of fun you know dad and kid time
2: um cool OK, yeah, I mean, that sounds great. I wish my dad was like into comic books and would hang out with me. And you just wish it, your dad loved you. He loved oh, wow. me. I, no, I, my dad always loved me, but I wish he was better at showing it and, and trying to speak my uh, my language and understand what I was into as a kid, you know, more and be a better, better teacher, a more patient teacher. But uh, anyway, Uh, another question from a fan. Bummer Central uh, asked, how how do you have a secret spending money as a stay at home pop?
1: Oh, I there's not really any secrets. I mean, you know, I no longer earn anything resembling you know i don't i don't have an income that's worth speaking of you know like yeah. i i file taxes because you know you have to file taxes but i don't really earn anything Home about you no know you know um,
0: sweet sweet stand up money coming from oh, uh,
1: so much it's such a you know it's just rolling in i my my couch cushions are stuffed with hundreds i don't know what to do with it all Like i'm just handing it out to homeless people i'm just throwing them around you know exactly. there's so much money it's crazy yeah. it's crazy but you know, I, I, I mean, I suppose that, you know, there was a time when I had, when I had more money. I don't, I don't really feel like I need to, like, I don't go out and spend a lot because I, I mean, one, I do feel a little guilty because I'm not really earning anything. Um, but also, you know, I, mean, I have what I need. I have, a, I, I have my computer, you know, crapped out. I got a new one. You know, we're lucky enough that we can do that. I don't really feel like I can go. I don't, the one thing that used to be my big vibe was comic books, and I now have too many of them, so I pulled back. Yeah. You know, but if I, I want to buy, if I want to buy something within reason, I will just do it.
2: Yeah. Um, does it does it put okay? I got. I mean, I got a bunch of very rude questions. That's fine. Yeah, that, but I'm trying to phrase them in a nice way. Or should I okay. Just, okay. Never.
1: Whatever you want to say. It's. Uh, well, know. I just
2: I just want to know, like, how does that affect the relationship dynamic, where you know you can't. Be like, oh, I'm paying for dinner or, or does it ever, does the power dynamic ever make things less romantic?
1: Um, I mean, you have to just kind of accept it. I mean, at least that's what I've chosen to do. You yeah. know, it's, I'm, I'm not going to say I have no feelings about it, but at the same time, you know, this is this was a choice. Yeah, This was not something, it's, it's not like I was forced into it. You know, I could have continued. I mean, the, the writing stuff all dried up. That was sort of unfortunate. What happened is, is everything that I used to do, you know, it's quote unquote content. And, yeah. and nobody pays for content anymore. You know, so, I mean, I went into, I went into a store looking for a fantasy football magazine and it was, it was a supposed newsstand and it was just a rack of empty magazine, you know, holders because nobody really has magazines anymore. I mean, they're still around. Yeah. But not that much. No, no one reads. I, I don't know if they don't read. I they, they don't pay for the writing. Yeah. You know, I used to I used to get paid. You know, I wasn't I wasn't like magazine writers getting paid, you know, four or five dollars a word. But, you know, I got paid decently to to write for the Internet. And that's just that's just not a thing anymore. You know, there. I mean, it would do a few or do some people still do it. Yes, absolutely. But not that many. But, you know, I am I insecure? Sure. Absolutely. But I also kind of accept that this is what, this is what we chose. This is what we decided to do. And also that I, you know, I try to be grateful. I'm very lucky. You know, I don't, I don't have the pressure of earning a living, you know, which is something that is hard to sort of think about, but the reality is I personally don't have to do that. I am more in a supporting role.
2: Yeah. Does, but I mean, does it, has it, positively or negatively affected your relationship at all
1: i don't know that's a hard question it's been such a long time yeah you know it's been it it's been it's been a really long time i mean i think i think we both are the the important thing was that we were both on the same page with it yeah. you know that when people say you know i said like there's that unspoken thing of what you know your are staying home down and what happened and the the answer is well we made a decision it wasn't like, you know, something happened and now I'm bitter about it. Like, yeah. you know, we, we discussed it and we said, this is what's going to be best for the kids. And so that, and that was what we did, you know, and I, I'm okay with that. I, I apparently told someone when I was 14, I said, when I grew up, I want to be a writer and I want to have a wife with a better job than me so I can stay home and take care of the kids. And that is, that is actually what ended up happening. And I got that from World According to Carp. If, if anyone's, you know, <laughs> playing along at home, if you, if you remember world oh. of Courtney garp, that was what he did. Now, now he was also fabulously wealthy, thanks to his mother, but, and I am not, but, you know, it was something that was always on my mind and I don't feel I, you know, my identity is not tied to, I don't feel like I have to be the breadwinner in order to have value.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I've often, I've often fantasized about it myself, you know, being a stay at home dad.
0: I've always nice. fantasized about it, yeah. I don't have to go into work, you know, just kind of chill, hang out a little bit. There's
1: there's two camps. There's people like you who sort of say, you know, okay, I mean, I have, I'm working on a joke about it where it's like, you know, some people say, you know, hey, that's interesting. And some people say, wow, what a pussy. <laughs> you know, and it's it just, I don't know what it what it is that makes one person say the other. But I mean, you know, it's like th- for all that we've come a long way, it's still you know, the idea of the man as the breadwinner is still mostly how things work, you know?
0: I mean, it's just that toxic masculinity, right? A man has to be, you know, tough, braid, wears the pants, quote unquote, you know, women
2: listen to what men have to say, all that yada yada. Yeah. John Wayne. But, But I also think some of it, Some of it's hardwired. I mean, not all of it, obviously, but part of it, like me and my girlfriend, usually we split the bill when we go out to dinner and 95% of the time I throw down my credit card and I like the way it feels, even though I know I'm not paying for the full amount (laughs) And, and it just feel, I think we both like it for some reason.
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I still, you know, I'll throw down my credit card, even though I'm not paying the bill.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I think often now is like the most amount of women ever are in the workforce, because forever was like, you know, women, at first it was women didn't work at all. They just found a man and got married, had babies. And then it was, they, you know, went to work to find a man to then retire and have babies. And now it's kind of like you go to work and they used to keep working.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg husband sacrificed his career, you know, to take care of the kids so she could have her career. Yeah, that worked out pretty well. You know, yeah. I mean, so it's not it's not like it's never happened. I mean, there's lots of stay at home dad. I mean, I I never really felt comfortable with the stay at home dad crowd either um, just because I'm annoying. But, <laughs> you know, I, I just but it's it's not like they're not out there. It's de- it's definitely a thing. It's just not as many you know, as you might think.
2: Did you, did you watch Bored to Death?
1: No, I don't know that.
2: Oh, it's a great, great show with uh, Jason Schwartzman and Zach Galifianakis and Ted Danson. And uh, Zach Galifianakis, he plays like a stay at home kind of stepdad sometimes. And he's so funny in it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll check that out. Oh, it's so good. All right. I got a question from Gifted Soul Entertainment, my buddy, Kelvin. he says, does he get any private time to jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's been and a little harder in
1: quarantine it's been a little harder in quarantine, but sure. Yeah. Um
0: okay. say, so now your kids are like teenagers, and I guess before the pandemic, like was there just like a lot of time during the day or like, what the fuck do I do? When it's not like that constant need.
1: I tried not, to, what I tried to do is I tried not to watch TV because that's, I felt like that was a real rabbit hole that you could, you know, you just end up sitting there watching television and I really didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, I wrote a novel is one of the things that, one of the things I did with my time. Um, and I, there's, there, there's a, there's a couple of years where I'm honestly not sure what I did all day. You know, I I had a bit about with depression and I I, there's there's definitely some chunks of my life that I can't honestly say I know what the hell I did all day. Like, how did I fill the hours? Because I wasn't I wasn't like sitting around watching TV because I wouldn't do that. Um, I didn't allow myself to do that. So, you know, I always had something to do. Comedy really opened a lot of doors. Like I'm now producing a couple of bar shows. You know, I've got a couple of things coming up at the clubs. Um, Obviously, you're out at night you yeah. know, any, any chance I get, not that I'm trying not to be home, but I, but I'm trying to do shows.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So any opportunity I go out and I'll do a show at night um, and there's open mics, you know, there's always open, there's always open mics during the day. And I mean, I actually I'm considering pulling back a little I'm not having that much time, not there's enough time to write. Right. Like, I need, to, I need some new material. I'm trying to get up to a half hour and you know, I would like to, I could, I could probably piece it piece it together, but I'd like it to be really good material. So I need to spend some
2: time. Yeah, that's fair. All right, here's a question that is not really related to the topic at all by Grass-Fed Man. Uh, Bare-knuckle boxing, yes or no?
1: Oh, that seems so painful. (laughs) I mean, I'm just – I'm not a real violent guy, and I'm not – like, I don't like MMA. You know, I I used to like boxing because I was a big Muhammad Ali fan when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And, oh, God, I mean, I just – it seems like somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like a badly. Clenched.
2: A yeah. lot of lacerations.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, that seems, I, I'm not really into people getting hurt, you That's know? Bad, and I, I, it's not like I can't enjoy a, a good boxing match. Or and, it, and the funny thing is, you know, I can't, I, I don't want people to get hurt. I love football. And, you know, obvious, I mean, you know, I don't know if you remember Dak Prescott's injury where his, oh, you know, yeah. his foot just kind of go, went in a different direction. <laughs> it's like.
0: pop out of his leg.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just like, Oh my God, that's hard. I I wasn't, I wasn't watching what had happened. And like Twitter just went insane. And I was like, Oh crap. That's what happened. That was bad. So I'm not averse to it, but um, I would say probably no to bare knuckle boxing. Certainly (laughs) for me, I'm not doing any bare knuckle boxing.
2: Yeah. I'm actually a big MMA fan and I don't really watch the bare knuckle. There's like a new trend in bare knuckle boxing, like where people who did MMA, they do it and make a bunch of money. They wear gloves though in MMA, right? Yeah, but not then big they... gloves,
1: but little gloves.
2: Yeah, now they're just wearing like hand wraps in this bare knuckle boxing. And... <laughs> uh, that's dumb. Yeah, well, also break your hands. Easy. Break your yeah, bones. I mean
1: that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's not necessary. You can have you can find a way to have a sporting fight without yeah.
2: that. Yeah. All right. Here's a weird question. I don't really understand it, but uh, I'll burden you with the, the grammar here, M- Merrick. Her- Rosani, who's a really good artist he wrote uh can house daddies also be plant and garden daddies (laughs) i feel like there's a lot to unpack there (laughs) can
1: house daddies also be plant and garden i'm not a big gardener Mm. i'm not great i'm not great with plants like i've I've killed many plants in my time i'm i'm a bit of a plant murderer and Mm. so I, I've always wondered if we had if we lived in the suburbs, if because I, because I enjoy the fresh vegetables, so I might force myself to be a to be a gardener if we had access to it. I I don't know. I I'm not sure. It, that would be that would definitely be a push for me.
2: My dad was always a big gardener, and when he used to like yell at me as a kid and be like kind of a mean dad, I used to run around chopping off his uh flowers heads with my my toy sword
1: <laughs> that's a funny image funny. yeah you should put that in a script or something that's kind of that's, that's, <laughs> a,
0: that's an interesting image yeah my dad like that. my dad's always my dad loves gardening but he's terrible at it. <laughs> He just everything he plants dies
1: or yeah whatever. i don't think i'd be good at it i or i my, I, yeah. I just it doesn't seem like it seems like something you need a lot of
0: patience for and i'm just not very patient even worse he'll plant stuff in other people's yards and then they'll yell at him and then he, he makes me dig them back up. It's, 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 a, it's a real topsy term. I'll write a bit about it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. I got a couple more from the fans. Um, this one also doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I guess since you're a, home a lot, I guess you got it from that. He says, Br- Br- Bradley Samuel 2 asks, how to, how do you avoid eating too much takeout even when you feel like it? Oh,
1: that's how I, that's how I got fat. I mean, I, I, when, when Seamless, Seamless used to be only a corporate thing, and then it became an everybody thing, and I ate way too many dumplings and, you know, too much chow fun and whatever the hell, whatever the hell else I was eating, um, and it was bad. I probably gained, I put on, like, 30 pounds. It's not, it's not good. I need, to, I need to lose, you know, minimum 10. What am I at now? Yeah, I probably need to lose, like, 20 pounds. And you're- a lot of that, it, it's, it's from various things, but, but a lot of it is definitely from too much takeout. I, I was definitely way, I would takeout. Yep. The only way to avoid it is to just, is to be good about cooking and, you know, to just be really careful with what you're eating because otherwise it's, yeah, that's a trap, especially in Manhattan. Forget it. Right. You should, uh, you should come surfing with me. Oh God. I don't have the balance for surfing, surfing, surfing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, bare, I'm barely a functional swimmer. I don't think you want me surfing.
2: <laughs> all right. All right. I was just saying, it's a great workout.
1: Is it re- I bet it is. I yeah, bet it is. It is. Too.
2: But as fat boys, it's, it's much harder. Yeah,
1: that's them. a hard one. I don't know. Yeah. There's plenty of
2: know. big surfers. They're playing big boned surfers. All right. Where do you surf? Uh, Rockaway. Nice. And wherever I can. I went down to Cocoa Beach. I went down to Wilmington. Yeah, man. It's so fun. I need I'm, I'm jonesing for it. It's hard to like, cause sometimes I want to do it, but I'm like, I should do comedy. You know, this is what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. And I just won't go surfing, but it's like, it's so fun. Um, okay. I got, I got one more good question. I got a lot of bad questions that I'm skipping. <laughs> um, because I like you, Brett and ah, I don't thank want to you. ruin our thank relationship. You. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um mika from mika's corner uh she said what do you miss most and least before you became a stay-at-home dad parentheses dy daddy
1: (laughs) um i miss i this is a weird thing to miss but i miss having an office that was really i really enjoyed having it having an office now to be fair i had a reason to have an office because i had a legitimate business that you know i had an employee and you know, I, I, I did things that needed that I needed an office. Now, if, if, I were, if I were to suddenly become a publicist again, which is unlikely, but I, you could do everything virtually now. Like I, you know, I, I was a publicist in the days of fax machines, you know, and mailings. Like we would do, you know, 150 piece mailings, like with every show that I promoted. So you'd have to print out 150 letters and stuff them into envelopes. And it was, it was a whole thing. But um, I kind of missed that. It was fun. You know, it was nice to have an office and have a, have a you know, some room away from the home. Um, and an easy place to jerk off. An easy place to jerk off. Very easy place to jerk off. So easy. So simple. No, I, I was, I never had my own office. I always shared it with people. So it was actually not, that was uh, actually a terrible idea.
0: Way back then, you can get away with that though. You know, that's that's true. true. It
1: was the days before me too. You could just way whip it out. Me too, you could just whip yeah. it out anytime. Yeah, time. Yeah, no, it was no problem. No problem at all. I never did that. Yeah. Um, what do I miss? That's a really good question. That's a, that's actually a really good question. I don't know. I kind of went into it very clear eyed, you know, I really, when it came time to do it, I was excited. I actually was really into it because I really enjoyed spending time with the kids, you know, not in a weird way. Like I also enjoyed having my own thing. Like I miss I, I missed the writing jobs. Those were fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually got a line on maybe some other, some other stuff. And I, I honestly don't know if I have time but if I if I do have time and it works out I would do that again because it was fun um but so I kind of missed that but that's not really before uh I don't know I guess just the the office and sort of a little bit of independence you know you had, yeah. I definitely had more independence back then yeah but now you have more free time well, now, well, right now I do, yeah. I mean, there's, I could never have done this when the kids were younger. I, I sometimes kick myself that I didn't start comedy sooner because you look at people who've been doing it, you know, 10, 12, 15 years and how much, just how much further along they are. And I had a comic tell me, you know, you don't really get good until year eight or some some crazy number. And I was like, I'm going to be 60. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I, how old am I going to be before I get good?
2: Right.
1: They're like, you're just, a, you're, you're, you've only been doing comedy three years, you're a toddler you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. But, um, well, you're,
2: you're a very precocious toddler.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But <laughs> like, you know, it's so, you know, but at the same time, there was, there's no way, I mean, I couldn't have done it. I I mean, you know, like you want to hit open mics, you want to hit, you got to, when there's a show, you got to do it. You know, yeah, I was, yeah. I, I went to a ball game with my, with my family yesterday, but I had two shows. So I had to leave early. And that's, you know, that's what you have to do. You can't turn down a show. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Which, uh, which kid's your favorite? <laughs> I open. like them.
1: I like them both for different reasons.
0: You like them both. But we're saying like, if you had to choose. <laughs> I, they'll, I they'll, never, they'll never
1: hear this. I refuse. You never know what they'll hear. Um, no, I, ge- I can genuinely say that I don't have, uh, I don't have a favorite. I am. I am probably closer with my oldest. Um because we were alone together longer.. Gotcha. So I think that we, and we also we share more of the same interests. Um, my youngest is my youngest is more, although my youngest and I both both are into musical theater, so I mean that's that's a thing. Yeah. But you know, my youngest doesn't really doesn't like any of the Marvel movies, mm. you know, doesn't I mean I mean it, they're not totally so how different. hard do you have to hit them. <laughs>
2: just would, not, their would, thing, you know, not,
1: in, not into football.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, uh, whereas my oldest will watch football, watch football with me, that's you funny. know, which is, which is always fun. I really, I love that.
2: Do, I have uh, one last question. Do you like how I fix my lighting at the very end of the podcast?
1: I, I do. I think that's good. <laughs> I think you should do that every time. You should only, you should wait until 30 minutes in before you fix the lighting.
2: Yeah. Uh, Cause it's symbolic that you elucidated me you know you you've been lying <laughs> it's excellent i love it yeah all right brett well um i want to know where, could, where obviously at the brett singer is that on instagram and as
1: a brett singer is instagram and tiktok uh twitter and facebook and, then- um, and you can find me at brett singer.com that's got all the social links and it's got video clips it's got fun stuff like my appearance on fox news well, that's fun mm-hmm. for people to watch. That was a, that was a, I get I got yelled at by Megan Kelly. That was really fun.
2: What are was, your shows? Uh, I have a
1: show in Astoria called Cubal Comedy. It is with a fellow bald person at Uncut and that is at McLaughlin's. That's the fourth Monday of every month.
2: Okay.
1: And then I have a show in Sunnyside Queens at Jack's Fire Department with Ruben Wolf. That's every other Wednesday. And then in September, I'm going to start a show at West Side Comedy Club. Ooh.
2: Very cool. All right, everyone. So make sure to go check those shows out. Brett always books awesome lineups and he's very funny. And his uh, uh, podcast,
0: Andrew and I have both done it. Uh, yes, both uh, comics,
1: you love comic books. Great podcast. Right. Viewership is slowly creeping up, which is excellent. I got to edit an episode right now. And yeah, you guys awesome. are both great guests. I'll have you back on.
2: Definitely. Thank you, Brett. Thank you so much for uh, coming on Knowledge Studies. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right, I'll see you around. All right, see you soon. Bye. Bye. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was super fun. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um we are we're we're still rolling. <laughs> <laughs> we usually we we're lazy, so we don't we don't we don't um we don't edit anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, we, we, we also run this running joke now where like I just won't edit some of the podcasts, and it'll be some just some dead air. And our only like two listeners have called us on it. So Yeah, we like, we like it. We like the
2: we I like I like capturing the spirit of the early days of podcasting where you thought no one was gonna be listening.
1: There you go. That's a good way to look at it. I like that.
2: Yeah. Um all right, Brad. I'm gonna kick you out so me and Sean can end the podcast. Here okay, awesome. You Thanks, right. Thanks a lot.
1: See you soon. Bye, see you, man. Bye.
2: I don't know how to kick him out. All right, Kila. Um hey Sean. You're gonna like talk some shit for a second. And I was like, you <laughs> asshole.
0: He was a really nice he was a really good guest.
2: I wasn't gonna talk some shit. I know you just look like you were. I know, I know. I felt guilty, but I, I had no reason to feel guilty. Yeah.
0: But, um, oh. We so would like to talk.
2: What? So we'll just like to keep talking afterwards. I know you want to say goodbye and to thank them, and, and you know, but we got to, we got we got shit to do, man. We don't have time hey, for we, we all. We
0: have to talk. Is uh, Oscar going to be in here, or did he just send us text?
2: I don't know. He didn't send me a text. All right, but, so what do you
0: want to do about the
2: other? Well, okay. I want to end the podcast first. Oh, let's end the podcast. <laughs> we'll talk shop. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to Knowledge Daddies. Thank you so much for um, writing with questions. I think we're going to do that every week. So please uh do that again on instagram um i'm gonna if you're yeah, not follow, us, follow andrew andrew steiner follow me at big bear six three follow us at knowledge daddies on TikTok and instagram we're at knowledge daddies and uh yeah thanks so much tell your friends that this show is the only show that's as bad as podcasting used to be but is still fun yeah it's not that bad
0: we need to do a no. couple in person before uh before the world shuts down again have what so we need to do a couple in person
2: before uh, the world shuts down again. Anytime, man. I love doing in-person podcasts.
0: I think I think uh, when I move to Hoboken uh, we'll all we'll meet there.
2: All right. Well it's not exa- I'll I'll definitely do it, but I, I don't think that's closer for Oscar.
0: No, but it makes my life easier.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, bye everyone. Oh. Oh. Shit.